new on Curiosity Stream. This bear's walking right at me. We'll see if he wants trouble or not. Follow filmmaker Casey Anderson as he gets an unprecedented face-to-face -face look at Alaska's fiercest carnivores on the Tracker's Diary, Bears of Katmai. Plus, why is a tiny island in the Pacific one of America's most crucial outposts? Discover the truth behind this mysterious Trans-Pacific stopover on Extremities Wake Island. Watch now on Curiosity Stream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com. Victimization is a frightening and unsettling experience for many people across the world. It is unpredictable, largely unpreventable, and often unexpected. Hello and welcome to this week's show. My name is Taiva Tolaneo and I am the radio host and host assistant for the New Heights Show on Education and the New Heights Educational Group. I would like to inform you that NHEG is no longer sponsored by Silicon Valley High School. Therefore, we invite our listeners to consider becoming a sponsor. We are all thinking of Pamela Clark and we wish her a speedy recovery. Also, as a reminder to everybody, this show is pre-recorded on Fridays and focuses on youth and issues affecting them. Unlike normal life experiences, victimization is not sought out and never welcome. It is demoralizing and its effects can be often long-term and difficult to overcome. Victims may be confused, fearful, frustrated and angry. They want to know why this happened and why it happened to them. Victims often have no knowledge of who or where to turn in the aftermath of crime. Young children and adolescents are victims of the same crimes as adults, that is, theft, assault. But as an age group, they are also more vulnerable to crimes like neglect, medical neglect, and psychological abuse. This victimization can be difficult to capture, Combined with stringent guidelines regarding data collection from minor, researchers often struggle to gather comprehensive data on childhood victimization. While age and dependence contribute to a higher level of vulnerability among youth, certain environments also pose a greater threat than others. Childhood exposure to victimization increases the probability of experiencing future victimization as well as multiple forms of victimization, that is poly victimization, which increases risk factors over time. Victims feel insecure and do not know who to trust or rely on for support, understanding, and help. Not only do they suffer physical, emotional, psychological, and financially from their victimization, they are also often burdened by the complexity of the criminal justice system. So what is crime? Crime occurs when someone breaks the law. In countries around the world, what constitutes unlawful behavior is always recorded in the criminal code of such country. When someone commits an act that is a violation of the criminal code, they may be charged with a crime and arrested. Some crimes are against property, that is, um, break and enter and fraud. 
and other crimes are committed against persons, for example, physical and sexual assault. Some crimes actually involve both property and people. All crime is serious and should be treated as such. It is important to remember that even relatively minor crime can be devastating to a person's life. Who is a crime victim? A victim of crime may be defined differently depending upon where they live. A victim is defined as the person to whom harm was done who suffered physical or emotional loss as a result of committing offense. In general, crime victims are those people mostly directly affected by crime. Even if an offender is never found, the person who has been victimized should still be considered a victim. Family members, friends, and others who care about the victim may also be affected when the crime is committed. These people along with the victim may need information and support. Factors responsible for perpetrating crime There are various factors that are responsible and contribute to persons committing crime and they include low self-esteem, low income, low academic achievement, young age, involvement in aggressive or delinquent behavior as a youth, heavy alcohol and drug use, depression, anger and hostility, personality disorders, prior history of being physically abused, having few friends and being isolated from other people, unemployment, economic stress, emotional dependency and insecurity, believe in strict gender rules, that is, male dominance and aggression in relationships, desire for power and control in relationships, being a victim of physical or psychological abuse, history of experiencing poor parenting as a child, and lastly, history of experiencing physical discipline as a child. What are the relationship factors that contribute to being a perpetrator of crime? Marital conflict, that is fights, tension, and other struggles. Marital instability, divorce, and separations. Dominance and control of the relationship by the male. Economic stress. Unhealthy family relationships and interactions. We have community factors also, such as poverty and associated factors, for example, overcrowding, low social capital, that is, lack of institutions, relationships, and norms that shape the quality and quantity of a community's social interactions, weak community sanctions, that is, unwillingness of neighbors to intervene in situations where they witness violence. Society factors also contribute to this, and it includes um, discrimination according to gender norms, that is, um, women should stay at home, they, they are not allowed to enter workforce, and should be submissive to their male victims, etc. Right now, you might be struggling through your classes or even failing them. You might be worried that you may not finish high school. There might have even been a thought that you may not be smart enough. Well, the New Heights Educational Group begs to differ. We not only think you are smart enough, but with our help, you will complete your high school diploma. The New Heights Educational Group strives to improve your academic success through its tutoring services. To learn more, please visit newheightseducation.org and contact us. New Heights Educational Group, educational resources to help reach your goals. Hello, listeners. If you're enjoying the New Heights show on education and want to support or donate to our organization, please visit www.newheightseducation.org newheightseducation.org and while you're there check out our online store
Welcome back to the new high show on education. And I've been talking about um, crime and victimizations of youth and some factors that may contribute to someone committing crime. So what are the impacts of crime? Crime affects everyone differently. Victimization often causes trauma and depending upon the level of trauma that a person has already experienced in their lifetime, crime can be devastating. In general, victimization often impacts people on an emotional, physical, financial, psychological and social level. The emotional impact of victimization. Shock, disbelief and denial, that is, initially, victims may find it difficult to believe they have become a victim of crime. They may even pretend that it did not happen at all. These reactions can last for a few moments or they may be present for months and even years. It is not uncommon for victims to assume a childlike state and may even need to be cared for by others for some time. It is also common for victims to feel as though the crime occurred when they were in a dreamlike state. Once the initial shock of the crime has worn off, victims may experience other emotions such as anger, fear, frustration, confusion, guilt, shame, and grief. Anger or rage. Victims may be angry with God, the offender, service providers, family members, friends, the criminal justice system, or even themselves. Many victims experience strong desires for revenge or getting evil. Hate may even be felt by the victims. These strong emotions are often disapproved of by the rest of the society, which may leave the victim feeling like an outcast. It is certainly justified for victims to feel anger towards the person or people who harmed them. They may also experience fear or terror. It is common for victims to feel terror or fear following a crime that involved a threat to one's safety or life, or to someone else a victim cares about. Fear can cause a person to have panic attacks if they are ever reminded of the crime. Fear may last for quite some time following the commission of a crime, and other certain circumstances, it can become deliberating. Fear or terror that becomes overwhelming is unhealthy, and victims should consult their family physicians about it as soon as possible. Frustration. Many victims are frustrated by the feelings of helplessness or powerlessness that surface when the crime takes place. This can be especially true if victims are unable to fend off an offender, call for help or run away after the crime. Victims may continue to feel frustration if they cannot access the support and information that is necessary for their healing. Confusion. Victims of crime may become confused if they are unsure of what actually happened, as crimes often occur quickly and are chaotic. Victims might also become confused while searching for answers to questions like, why did this happen to me? It may be impossible to find out why someone else intended to hurt them. Guilt or self-blame. Blaming oneself is common. Many victims believe they were in the wrong place at the wrong time. If the victim does not have someone to blame, they will often blame themselves. Guilt is also common when no offender is found. Later on, when reflecting upon the crime, victims might feel guilty for not doing more to prevent what happened. They feel guilty that they survived 
why someone else was injured or even killed. If a loved one is murdered, surviving family and friends may even blame the victim. Too often, society blames victims as well. Shame and humiliation. Sadly, some victims blame themselves, particularly victims of sexual abuse or assault or domestic violence. In crimes involving sexual acts, offenders often degrade the victim by making them do humiliating things. Victims of rape, for example, have long-lasting feelings of being dirty and those feelings cannot be washed away. Some victims even feel self-hatred because they believe that they can no longer be loved by those who are close to them. And lastly, under emotional impact of victimization is grief or sorrow. Intense sadness is often the most powerful long-term reaction to crime. It is common for victims to become depressed after a crime occurs. So what are the physical impacts of victimization? At the time of the crime or upon discovering that a crime has occurred, victims are likely to experience a number of physical reactions. This may include an increase in the adrenaline in the body, increased heart rate, hyperventilation, shaking, tears, numbness, a feeling of being frozen or experiencing events in slow motion, dryness of the mouth, enhancement of particular senses such as smell, and a fight or flight response. It is also common for people to lose control over their bowel movements. Some of these physical reactions may occur immediately and others may occur after the danger has passed. Physical reactions to crime can be so powerful that they reoccur quite some time after the crime, for example, with the victim's memory of the events. Physical injuries that result from crime may be classified as minor, that is, maybe bumps or scratches, moderate, that is, bruises, broken bones, and severe in cases of stabbing, gunshot wounds. Some physical injuries will be visible, while others will not. It may not be possible to see all physical injuries such as internal organ injuries or brain injuries or those internal injuries caused by sexual assault. Also, physical injuries arising from victimization may not always be immediately apparent. This may be particularly true in cases of domestic violence where the injuries occur on parts of the body that are normally clothed. It is important not to assume that a victim is uninjured simply because there are no visible signs. After the crime, victims may suffer a range of physical effects such as sleeplessness, appetite disturbance, headache, muscle tension, and decreased libido. It is common for these reactions to persist for some time after the crime has occurred. Some victims may experience long-term side effects as a result of the crime committed against them. Other victims may experience ongoing health-related problems such as headache, stomach ache, and emotional outbursts. Even after the physical wounds have healed, some victims may experience pain or discomfort for a period of time or even for the rest of their lives. In extreme cases, Victims may suffer permanent disability as a result of the crime. Research evidence exists to prove that such an outcome has a negative effect on long-term psychological recovery of the victim, 
since the physical scars or disabilities serve as a constant reminder of the crime. A victim's culture, gender, and occupation may also influence their reaction to permanent disability. The reaction of others to the victim's physical injuries may also be difficult to accept or become accustomed to. Some victims may never be able to return to work as a result of the crime. Victims who are unable to return to work or lead a normal lifestyle following victimizations are constantly reminded of the pain and suffering they have endured at the hand of another person. This can cause a great deal of mental anguish, not to mention social isolation and dependency upon social assistance or crimes compensation awards. Victims who have suffered physical injuries as a result of an assault or the negligence of another person may experience strong feelings of fear, anger, and bitterness. This sort of victimization is a life-altering experience that may leave victims questioning their personal safety for many years to come. And here is where I'll be drawing the curtains on today's show. You can reach me by email at olaniyoti at newheighteducation.org. At 5 p.m. on Sunday's Eastern Standard Time, a host and assistant to the New Height Show on Education, Barbara Bullen, will be having a show on the history and issues of civil rights. Join Pamela Clark as she shares education in the news, a pre-recorded show on Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Be sure to check out our previous radio shows and join me every Friday at radio.newheighteducation.org as I discuss another issue youths are facing. Remember, a troubled youth is a troubled adult. Have a great week. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Don't forget to rate us and follow us on your podcast player. Check out our show page, radio.newheightseducation.org, for monthly announcements and other happenings. Get ready for the smartest bundle in streaming. Six streaming services for the intellectually curious. Featuring CuriosityStream with the best collection of documentary films and TV shows. Psalm TV and great stories from the world of wine. Taste Made for the fun side of food and travel. Topic with the best thrillers and crime stories. And so much more. From nature to history, technology to food, mystery to adventure. Get six streaming services for one low price. At less than $6 a month, it's the best deal in streaming. Learn more and sign up now at smartbundle.com.